welcome to another episode of Bad Books for Beginners. I'm that English guy, John, and this episode we are reviewing the very last four issues from Batman No Man's Land Volume 2. I'm going to start with a quick apology. If I sound a little bit grotty, I am getting over a cold that somebody who was very close to me has given to me. In this episode, we're going to be taking a look at Catwoman 72, 73 and 74 and Batman Legends of the Dark Knight. This features a writing by John Ostrander and Larry Hamm and features art by Jim Ballant and Rick Burchett. We open Catwoman with Selina stealing a jewel, which turns out to be a fake. Instead, it's a message from Oracle asking her to return to Gotham. We then cut to a group of men who are told to guard a tunnel. Meanwhile, Catwoman sneaks into Gotham and talks to Batman. He tells her to return to Manhattan. Selina does so, sneaking through some tunnels. There's an explosion and she comes across the group who are left to guard them. Because of the explosion, they're knocked into the water. However, Catwoman saves their lives and they all return to Manhattan. It turns out Selina has been asked to steal some discs, who, which is guarded by a group called the Hard Cases. She tries to review the security but is refused entry, and the Hard Cases realise it's Catwoman. Selina sends in a number of gangs to cause a distraction whilst she enters the safe. She gets the discs and returns to the hideout. However, rather than return them, she offers them up for auction. This not only attracts the attention of the hard cases, but also Maxi Zeus. Both the hard cases and Maxi Zeus try to take the discs from a supposed exchange. However, it turns out that the exchange is again just a trick and a distraction, and in fact that the real exchange is taking place elsewhere. However, Selina is double-crossed at this exchange as well, and although she tries to fight to get the discs back, the con woman gets away. Power Play, which is the story in the Legends of the Dark Knight story, opens with Batman coming across some frozen gunmen. He fights some others and is told where Mr. Freeze is. Batman arrives and he fights Freeze. However, Freeze gains the upper hand. But Batman has a contingency plan in that he's overstoked the boilers of the power plant, which Freeze has put next to his ice castle. This causes it, understandably, to melt. They carry on fighting and eventually Batman wins. And the issue ends with Freeze floating away on an iceberg. So these are rather short issues. Again, um, not massive amounts happen throughout, I'm going to be honest. I did enjoy the story of Catwoman. I think... John Ostrander is a very, very good uh, storyteller at times, and he can certainly get his characters uh, very, very right. I have been critical of him in the past in a couple of episodes where he's written stories that I haven't particularly enjoyed, but I feel sometimes he can really get them on track, and this is one of those. I think the writing is very, very good in this case. Jim Ballant, I've had a lot of issues with, and again, the same things come up here. He can't draw women to save his life. These are full of ridiculous poses, nonsense positions, women essentially fracturing spines so that they can just 
show their breasts to people. However, I did actually enjoy some of his other artwork as well that he did. I thought um, some of the characterizations and colouring that he did was actually really, really good. And I liked how he made Gotham look. So I kind of overlooked the fact that he can't really draw women um, because of those situations. Power Play is a nice little story in its own right. The writing is fine. There was a little bit too much overemphasis on some of the sections in the writing. It seemed very kind of Frank Miller where he emphasises over every single word, which is uh, at times rather annoying. I thought the artwork was very nice again. I thought Mr. Freeze and Batman were drawn rather well, and I certainly enjoyed that as well. I think it's very much worth picking up. To be honest, I think all of these issues are well worth getting and overall I'm going to give them 4 out of 5 batarangs. There's some slight nitpicking with the artwork because of Jim Ballant but apart from that I thought they were very very good. So what do I think of volume 2 overall? Well again I thought it was really really good. I really enjoyed all the stories all the way through. There were a couple of downsides such as the Young Justice storyline but I don't think really that they mar this book overall and I certainly recommend picking it up. I thought all the storylines all the way through were very very good. They progressed the story and they progressed the narrative all the way through and you get a feeling that Gotham is growing and that it's changing and that at the time at the time there are a lot of downsides to being cut off they're halfway through this period and they're really starting to struggle and that really shows in a lot of ways we see people going to the penguin to try and get food and produce and things like that and that's something that would happen that they would circle around people who have power and I think it's really, really interesting to see. It's nice to see everything developing and, of course, the arrival of Cassandra Kane as well. You can't ignore that, which I know a lot of people were very excited about and a lot of people enjoyed her arrival. And I thought that the story was a nice little introduction. So, overall, I'm going to give the complete volume 5 out of 5 Batarangs. Again, like the other one, I really recommend that you pick these up. They can be found very cheaply. Uh, on Amazon and on eBay as well and I think they are very very well worth purchasing without a shadow of a doubt. So that's it for this episode. Thanks very much for listening and now I'll hand you back over to Dustin and the guys.